I'm Colin Perry, and this is Life, Death, and Tarot. Hey guys, welcome to our 21st interview episode. Today you guys get to meet Kayla, and I did an interview with Kayla in May of 2018. If you stick around to the end of this episode, you can hear an update from Kayla, and her update came to us in October of 2019, this month. One thing that I'm really proud of with this podcast is that you get a chance to hear what happens after the tarot reading. And this is something that sets us apart for sure. The other thing that sets us apart is that in this podcast, we don't believe tarot is magical. We believe tarot is simply a really old tool that's really great for modern day introspection. It's that simple. So that said, a brief update about what I'm up to. As an independent thanatologist, um, I've usually always got some fun stuff kind of cooking in the background. Uh, You can support my work as an independent thanatologist, which includes this podcast over on my patron. Um, I just added a new member perk, which is that at the $10 a month level and up, you support this podcast, you get my columns, and now you get access to attend my monthly webinars. Um, If you just want to attend my monthly webinars, they're $18 each. So November's webinar is on the 13th at 2 p.m. and we'll cover internal versus external work and how we need both in order to be our best professionally. Um, The idea and sometimes fallacy of self-care, this is coming from more of a thanatological perspective, and the star card in tarot. And speaking of that, if you want more tarot, download my monthly tarot dashboard. This is free, and each month we work with just one tarot card. In October, we've been working with the death card, and in November, we'll be working with the star card. You can also hang out with me and other listeners of this podcast and um, people who are into thanatology in our Facebook group, which is facebook.com slash groups slash life death tarot. Also, check my website out. Um, I've got upcoming events, blog posts, new releases, and sales on merch, which will be coming up over the holidays. Uh, patron, um, patron subscribers automatically get discounts on everything all the time, um, even at the dollar a month level. That's another membership perk. Um, the higher monthly support levels get larger discounts up to 15% off all the time. Um, so if you want a deal now, you can get it starting at a buck a month. Anyway, there's your updates. Now let's hear from Kayla. And again, I'm so excited that this interview was in May 2018. And you just have to listen to the end to fast forward over a year later to get an update from Kayla. So my name is Kayla. I live in Seattle, Washington, and um, I don't know. I uh, I've been listening to your podcast for a while now, and I really, really enjoyed it. I've had uh, one tarot reading in the past, and um, it was pretty interesting. The outcome was not what I wanted, and it turned out to have been pretty accurate. So I'm I'm excited to see how this goes. 
Okay, so tell me about that first tarot reading you had. <laughs> um, well, I, I'm definitely, I'm an empath. Um, I'm very, very uh, emotionally invested in life. And um, so the the main reason for the, the reading was um, based on my love life and um, the person that I was with at the time I really expected to be with forever. Mm-hmm. And that did not happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, I was better for it. He was actually with somebody the entire time we were together. So. Oh no. Yeah, it's okay. Um, I'm actually engaged now and I'm happier than I've ever been. So. Okay. So there you go. That's yeah, good. It was good. So what did that first tarot reading come back with? Was it, was your tarot reader like, um, you're not going to be with this person or he's going to betray you or what was like? Yeah, it was, it was kind of a bit of both. Like, um, you know, I just, I don't see you with this person long-term. And I was like, but we're perfect and everything is great. And I love him and all of that. And then it just turned out that that wasn't the case. Yeah. So tell what, and I'm, I'm asking these questions because, um, since doing the podcast, I think there's, there's a lot of people who are interested in tarot, but they aren't comfortable, like, going to find a renaissance fair and then going to the tarot reader there do you know what I mean like there's just there's a big interest but there's a fear about doing it or getting started um and so one of the things that I worry about is if somebody flips a card and it's like a quote-unquote negative sort of connotation Mm -hmm. because some people can really get smacked by the suggestion that something could go wrong or fail or or not be good Mm -hmm. Um, so you lived that you were in front of a tarot person with a happy relationship, right? That was going to last forever. And the tarot person flipped some card and was like, actually, nope. Um, how did you process that? How did you at first? And then when things came to be, how did just, I'm just curious if you, if you're willing to share that (laughs) experience. Um, you know, I, I was really disappointed, but I also, like kind of went into it knowing, you know, whatever it says, it's not, it's not a guarantee. It's not like for it, it's foreshadowing sort of, but it's mm-hmm. not like this is how your life is going to go. Mm-hmm. And I kind of thought about, you know, is this something that would maybe it's maybe the reading was not really based on my love life. Maybe it was based on work or something else mm-hmm. that I just wasn't thinking of. And so I just kind of went on living my, my life life and then things happened and I was like oh actually she was right Mm. and so it it, I didn't even think about the tarot reading until much later um after things kind of fizzled that um that it actually was pretty accurate based on what I thought it was going to be yeah because like well obviously when things are in turmoil you're not sitting there being like you know what I've got some time to reflect and take it all in you know what I mean like you're 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 dealing with the fallout of whatever is going on. Um, okay. So what, I'm just curious, what is your perspective on tarot or the value of tarot? Is there one? I I think it can provide some insight into life. Um, you know, I have a few unknowns that I'm looking to get some Mm -hmm. like insight or valuable information from, and I don't know that it, it's necessarily like predicting your future, but it's definitely, um, it provides you with some insight into what things to consider in life yeah same page that's totally well as you know if you listen that's how I view tarot is just like it might throw a new idea in front of you or it'd be like you know what I never thought about it this way and to me that's a win-win um that's what's helpful um 
So one more question for you, because I just think sure. it's really interesting. So the, the first time you had this tarot reading, did your reader ask you to tell her or him what you were asking about? Or did they just um, flip the cards and then you talked about it? You know, I, I think that I did kind of specify. I don't remember if they actually asked me or not, but I yeah. think I did specify, like, I'm really interested mostly in my love life right now or something like that. And yeah. so that's kind of what we were focusing on in the reading. Yeah, because a lot of um, tarot people will be like, okay, what's your question today? You know, and I don't do off of questions because I don't ever want to imply that, like, this is going to tell your future. You know what I mean? And to me, it's better for the person being read to you identify like, oh my gosh, this connects here, here, and here. And this makes sense here. And then you're putting it together instead of some stranger basically being like, okay, let me tell you about your life. Cause it just, yeah. So I don't, that, that is what makes me, I guess, different in my approach with tarot (laughs) what makes it non-traditional so but to me it seems like that's a better fit in modern life so okay thank you for answering all those questions about your first tarot experience i think it'll be helpful for people to hear somebody who's gone through you know it before and had it be like not a happy positive thing maybe at first glance you know and that people need to hear like okay you can process it or think about it and it doesn't have to ruin your life you don't have to be like like ensure that absolute yeah yes yeah that's good okay so are you ready for your tarot reading today yes i am okay i'm gonna have you pick from two decks today okay the aquarian tarot which is that 1970s deck with like the stained glass sort of outlined imagery and then the other deck is the morgan greer which is the edge to edge full color cards which is awesome. Oh, I like that one. I love this deck. It's my favorite it's so deck. It's pretty. Yes. Um, so this was also a 1970s era deck when it came out. And what I love about the Morgan Greer, because I love symbols, is it keeps that all of the traditional tarot symbolism in there. So if you're somebody who doesn't know a thing about tarot, this is a deck where you can look at the pictures and, you know, piece stuff together. Um, so this is just like, and I've used, been using this deck since I was in high school. Okay, so your cards are nice and shuffled, and they're in one pile, and I'm going to split them into two piles. This is pile A. Okay. This is pile B. How do you want me to stack them back up into one pile? Um, A on top of B. Now we're back into one pile. And can you, I'm going to spread these out into one line. And I need you to tell me if you can see both edges. I can, yes. Okay, good. Okay, so I'm going to take my pointer finger from left, my left to my right, and you tell me when and where to stop. And if I put my finger down and you're like, okay, go back two cards, I'll go back two cards, you know you know what card I need to pull. Okay. So we are going to do the past position first, and we're going to start now. Stop. Back two cards. <laughs> this guy? Yes. Yep. Okay. Oh, we have the King of Swords in reverse. So the King of Swords, very nice looking gentleman. He's holding a big sword up in front of his face, but he's also got in his grip um, some stalks of wheat. 
and he's wearing a crown and a big blue like veil situation and he's surrounded by oak trees and acorns which that has a lot of symbolism in there um, and then in the background is a bunch of clouds and blue sky so this is the king of swords now we're gonna do the card for your present and that starts now stop yes In the present, we have the Ace of Pentacles. So this, um, all the Ace cards have a big giant hand in them. That's what makes all the Ace cards in common. Um, and so you have this giant hand coming out of the sky, holding a big pentacle. There's red roses in one corner, and then Easter lilies in the other. And then there's this green verdant archway, and there's a pathway that goes underneath the archway. So moving on to the beyond. Um, this is a this is a good card. This is a cool card. So you've so far both of these cards have some really deep um, symbolism in there. So I'm curious what you're going to get for your future. Okay, now we're going to pull the future card starting now. Stop. Uh, yes, that one. Okay. In the future, we have the Queen of Pentacles. I seriously don't think I've pulled this card for all the every single podcast interview that I have done so far okay. like I don't think I've definitely ever pulled her okay so queen of pentacles she has this amazing crown on her head that looks like a lotus but it's made of gold and then she's got a black veil with dotted with pearls and she is surrounded by oak leaves and acorns but it's autumn so they're all reds and browns so if you look at the king of swords I'm going to put this in front of you. You can <laughs> see the oak leaves and the acorns. So you're moving from a king into this new phase of the pentacle, and then you're this queen. And you can see how the queen and the queen of pentacles, she's holding the pentacle in her hand. Just like in your present card, the ace of pentacles, there's this hand that's holding a pentacle. Um, very interesting. Okay. So now I'm laying these cards in front of you. Do you see how the colors are shifting? So you have the King of Swords, which is like blues. And then you move into the Ace of Pentacles, which is blues and greens with the, the, the big bright yellow pentacle. And then moving into the future, you've got red, it's like fire. You've got reds and yellows and orange. And it moves from cool into warm. Um, so people read tarot just based on colors. Um, so you're kind of moving from a cooler period into a warmer period. Um, and that can mean um, like friction. Maybe there's some change coming up ahead because what is fire? Friction, heat. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So anyway, what do you think of your cards so far? I'm interested to see what they mean. Yes. Okay, good. So I'm going to first read you the traditional meaning because I think it's helpful to know what the like tarot textbook says about what these cards mean. Okay. So we're going to start with the King of Swords. So this is an authority, whether in the field of medicine, law of government, brilliant, and wise. So this guy just has his shit together, basically. Now we're going to go to the Ace of Pentacles. The um, Ace of Pentacles represents themes of complete contentment, bliss, ecstasy, quick intelligence, gold, and wealth. Um, when it's flipped, we also have themes of deterioration of character, 
through wrong attitude towards money. So yours was flipped. So this has to do with uh, the, the way to translate that is like, okay, like in my family, people have weird money issues and that gets passed on to the children so that money isn't just something that you view as a, as, as a tool. It's something that is like, it's emotional. It represents your worth in life. Um, so there's like a complexity with money that shows up when this guy's flipped. Um, it's also when it's flipped said to be attached to like the evil side of money, sort of like. For example, you win the lottery and you're so excited and you're going to like pay off your house and stuff. But then all of a sudden, every other day you have a Facebook message from a long lost cousin that's like, hey, Kayla, um, can I borrow a thousand dollars? And they've never cared about you before that. So that's kind of that card. And then we've got the queen of pentacles. She's cool. So this card, a dark woman of generous and perceptive spirit who is a devoted wife, magnificence, opulence security but she's flipped so it's all of that plus anxiety that's sort of the key word great okay does that resonate a little bit yeah <laughs> does it okay okay um okay so that's the 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 general meaning and what's interesting about the court like the king cards and the stuff they tend to be more um depictions of people characterizations of individuals so for you you need to look at and say okay do I think I'm the king am, am I marrying the king um do I think I'm the queen is the queen my mother you sort of think about these archetypes in your own life and then you go from like a character depiction to the ace of pentacles to a character de de depiction so there's some sort of like transfer of something it could be like a transfer in the idea of like who your best friend is or like your your friend group is changing your social group is changing um your peers at work is changing there's like this big shift that's occurring um before i go into the meaning of symbols and talk about some other meanings that are attached to these cards from different traditions um how you feel have any comments any concerns <laughs> um no nothing right now i i'm a little um iffy on my past card i'm not entirely sure where that's coming from okay um but i i want to get your perspective on it too yeah um and i'm so what's to me i think there's going to be a connection between the oak leaves and the acorns because that is like a really distinct like both of these people are wrapped in oak branches oak leaves you mm -hmm. know and so that that's a connecting thread between the two um so we'll kind of jump into that um, now tell me what are things that you're looking at in your life or facing or what might be coming up ahead or are you trying to make decisions about anything? Um, yeah, so I, uh, I'm looking for another job. Mm. Mm. Um, there was a, a change in management about a year ago that has not done me very well. Mm -hmm. Um, and a, a change of position. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and a change in position, um, in my position that, resulted in a great raise but um the responsibilities are a little bit not what I anticipated mm -hmm. um and then of course like I, I I'm getting married next year mm -hmm. uh and so that's I think the uh the wife part mm -hmm. of the queen is kind of resonating with me mm -hmm. as, as mm -hmm. that goes mm -hmm. um and also that there is that like um anxiety piece with that like well and if you've just had this big like life shift and then on top of that you're trying to like be like okay I'm just gonna get a new career now and like or, or a new job I mean that's like a big uh <laughs> yeah 
That's a big big thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, okay. So I want to tell you about generally the meaning of the symbol. So all sword cards. So that's your past card. All sword cards have to do with the autumn season um, and the air element. And all swords represent like power, um, change, conflict, friction, um, justice and fairness and um like dealing with your own bullshit and um i mean it's it's phallic so like it's a big dick that's just like inserting itself into your life you don't necessarily want to deal with it but it's there so you have to deal with it so that's like the swords so um i'm gonna stay on topic and then i want to talk about the symbolism of the pentacles so your present and your future are pentacles so that first of all means there's a career focus that is at play so all pentacles have to do with um the winter season and the earth element and pentacles have to do with uh, material stuff career home money success prosperity safety um and security it's just like taking care of house and home and career and income all the things that you need to feel stable and secure as you navigate life so that's what pentacles so you're moving from sword period and swords, they can cut both ways. So, and thinking about your, and then your pentacles are career focused and that you're looking at a potential job change and all that stuff. That mm. is lining up. Um, now I want to tell you a little bit more about some of these symbols. Okay. Um, I think we're going to start with the present, the ace of pentacles, because I want to talk to you about the hand. So hands represent protection. Um, have you ever heard of the Hamsa hand? Yeah. Um, okay. It's like the evil eye um, transmission. And if you think about um, a handshake, what that means, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It's like, we're equal. Hello. Nice business. Um, they also represent connection um, and like doing work with your hands and the hands show up in um, all the ace cards. So this is and, and whenever the hand shows up, it's always holding the symbol for the suit. So it's like okay. you have a super double, triple mega pentacle here, and this is showing up in your present. Um, so right now, are you actively thinking about what you want in your life, what you want in your job, um, bills, um, what kind of life you want to have, like financially with your partner? That's all. Mm -hmm. So That's it's all like very, very apparent right now. Interesting. So it's like material stuff to the nth degree, like. Where are we going to live? You know, career to the nth degree, home yep. to the nth degree, money to the nth degree. It's all that stuff. Now you have that pentacle and on either side you have a rose and then you have a lily and flowers. Ooh, they have, th this is something you could just look, research the rose in tarot and go down some amazing rabbit holes. But roses, first of all, they're a reminder of the divine. Um, and how that works is like you, you can hold a rose and smell it. But you can't see the smell, but it's beautiful. You just have to trust that, yes, you're really smelling that. And that sort of uh, the reason it's connected to the divine. It's like the idea of like, oh, there's God. We promise just have <laughs> faith. Um, so that's what the rose has to do with. Um, it's also a reminder of the bittersweet in life because you can like get pricked on a thorn on a rose. Sure. Right. Um, yeah. And the rose shows up in the magician, the strength card the death card, the fool card, and also um, the two of wands. So those cards, so then we say in tarot that there's little threads that connect to the themes of those other cards. 
So this is the rose. Um, what type of wedding are you guys looking at having? Um, we're doing a backyard wedding in a garden. What time of year? Um, it'll be July. Okay, summer wedding. Okay, very cool. Mm -hmm. um, and then let's talk about the lily flower. So all flowers in tarot represent unfolding treasures, things that are unfolding, okay? Um, so oh. this, this has to do with vulnerability, the lily, um, freedom to be yourself, purity, resurrection. So there could be something that, um, like, you may have had a best friend in grade school, have, didn't talk to each other in the last 20 years, and then this person shows up suddenly and then you pick up where you left off it's it, it can be resurrection of all kinds of things um and this guy shows up in the magician card the temperance card and the ace of pentacles so only three cards in tarot have this lily theme that shows up in it um now the hand card so we say that the ace cards in eastern traditions they teach that um in terms of when things are created so the ace of pentacles is like an idea but it's almost like the step before the idea is something that you can communicate to others like have you ever had an idea for something and it's like oh my god I have this idea but then you try to explain it to someone and it sounds crazy and makes no sense but in your head you like it's like totally it makes total sense so the ace of pentacles is when you're in that phase where you have the inkling of what you need to do but it's not grown up enough yet to be born to leave the womb kind of a thing so if you feel like there's anything in your life that you're working on developing or you know you need to do this but it's it just feels like it's not fully developed that's because you're in an ace of pentacles period so the thing to do um there's all this flower stuff that shows up get outside um they say a good omen for this like like a good spiritual practice is to keep fresh flowers in the home especially if you buy them from like a local flower farmer you go to the farmer's market um because you keep those flowers in you because it's a reminder to yourself that don't be afraid of new things right now new ideas like you have to be willing to let the flower unfold and then you can be like, yeah, you know what? I like that one. Or yeah, no, actually I don't. But like, let it unfold. Sometimes when we're in this period, we just want everything to feel secure and to know what's going to happen. So we will like prevent opportunity because it's safer to just keep things, you know, how you are. Because who wants yeah. to deal with upheaval? Nobody. So that's kind of what the Ace of Pentacles has to do with. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Does it resonate? It does. Definitely. That's awesome. So, um, yeah. are you kind of in that period right now? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I just had my birthday last week and oh, I've been having, mm -hmm. oh, thank you. Um, I've had a bit of a like crisis of self, which mm -hmm. I do to myself like every year, but I'm, I'm getting like actually older now. And so it's <laughs> freaking me out a lot. And, mm -hmm. um, I've been considering going back to school, mm. which I have no idea what I want to go to school for. Um, mm -hmm. I went to tech school when I was younger and that didn't get me anywhere in mm -hmm. the field that I needed to be in or wanted to be in. And so I'm looking for something that's a little more general, getting my AA or my BA. What um, was, um, what was your original trade in? Uh, veterinary assisting. Okay. So I grew up in the veterinary world. My mom was a veterinary assistant awesome. and like, that is a difficult freaking nut to crack. I mean, oh. it's, well, I, I did end up working for a vet hospital for five years. Um, mm -hmm. So I did get a lot of experience, but you can't make a living wage. And mm -hmm. I, I just couldn't, I, 
couldn't stay in that field because I couldn't live. Um, I'm in a lot of debt. And so that's yep. part of the reason. And it's really frustrating because it's what I love. It's my passion, but I just don't. Yeah. How do you, you, you can't live a full life yeah. from that. Um, and like the debt thing, pentacles. So if there's ever a time to like take a finance class or something, um, now is the time. Like do that because it's set like there's like all these old bullshit traditions, but it's like, oh, you're getting all these pentacles. So anything you do that's money related, like you come up with a new budget, you look at stuff that's money related, it's going to be like mm-hmm air quotes, blessed. So um, <laughs> hashtag blessed is occurring for money for you. So <laughs> yeah, so just embrace that. Um, okay, let's talk about these oak trees and this acorn thing. And now what's interesting, because I'm piecing some more little themage things here together. So you talked about how you have this thing that you want to do with your life, right? Work with animals, like in the veterinary world, and you went down that pathway, but it was sucky. And now you're in a pentacle period and you find yourself in a position where you're trying to be like, okay, need a new job, need to find a way to be happy, not doing the thing that you really want to do, right? So the king of swords, the queen of pentacles, the king of swords, we have green oak leaves and green acorns. They're like young and fresh and bright eyed and bushy tailed, but like the acorn is green. So like you could plant it, but it's not really going to grow because it isn't you know, it hasn't gone through autumn yet. It hasn't aged to be viable. Then you got the queen of pentacles. She knows what's up. And all the um, oak leaves are, it's autumn. So it looks like you can like crunch them, right? They've lived there, like they've, they've matured. And then the acorns are brown. They're fully brown. There's not a single green acorn that shows up on this card. And those are ready to be planted and become lovely little oak trees. So the symbolism with the oak trees and the acorns, which, by the way, the largest possible symbol for you after this tarot reading is to look Mm -hmm. for the oak leaf, the oak branch, the acorns. And like if you're looking at going back to school and you go for like a campus tour or something and then there's like the oak leaves like over the building entrance or something, take that as a good sign. So when this shows up, so the little acorn is so tiny. But there's an oak tree in there. It's just going to take some time to build and percolate. So when this shows up in like a career sort of way, um, if you find something that you're like, oh, I want to I, I, I do this, but I have to start here, do not let that discourage you. Don't let that be the thing that makes you cross it out because you're like, oh, because it's going to be 10 years or something um, because you're an acorn right now. And your tarot reading is saying you were this little green acorn. You might have known what you were going to do, but you weren't ready yet. You had to sort of age a bit more. And so now you're sort of ready. So we just have to find where you're going to be planted. And that's kind of what you're looking for. So have faith in yourself, basically, is what this is saying. Um, And the other thing is, like, uh, the acorns and oak leaves had to do with legacy um, and, like, what you leave behind. Um, so there's all these old teachings where, um, you know, the, the mom and the dad or the oak tree, and then they have the acorns. And they know that those little acorns are going to grow up and become oak trees somewhere else, but they're not going to live to see the end results of their acorns, right? And that's right. sort of the way that things are. So the other reminder piece that comes here is that um, you don't want to judge 
career, a job, a way of life based on the ending point. Because okay. it's not where you're going to start. It's where you're about the journey. Exactly. It's about the whole process. Like give up the idea of like the destination because you may not ever get there, um, but you definitely are going to get on the journey. So how is your life set up right now um, to be on the road, basically on the road of life? Like a lot of people spend their whole focus like they're like, I'm going to be um, I'm going to be this doctor. And so they start to build their current living situation, their current home life based on the fact that they're going to be this doctor, yet they have 10 years to go between all the education and fellowships and residencies. And when in reality, imagine how much easier life might be if you're building your life to match sort of where you currently are with wiggle room so that you can make adjustments. You want all the areas of your life to obviously blend together and be a reflection of where you are. Don't be building stuff today for something you may or may not be tomorrow. Build it for who you are now. Um, so that's the queen of pentacles. So she's like decisive like that. And she's able to discern, um, those kind of details. And this is who this card, I would have you do some research on because you can okay. find a ton of stuff about her. Um, and now the fact that you move from a king of swords, to the, the queen of pentacles, um, you're going from sort of like masculine energy into more feminine. But what's interesting about the queen of pentacles is she's, she's the most masculine queen card okay. in the tarot deck so it's like there's a shift of the energy and you said earlier that you're an empath and you have like you you can really empathize with the world and things in it um okay working in the veterinary world right in um, veterinary medicine you have to learn how to see difficult and painful things without it destroying you and that is like <laughs> a skill well this is the queen of pentacles she has learned how to see the good and bad of life and, you know, be able to keep up boundaries when appropriate. And that's part of what she has learned in her life. So that's, I would encourage you to think about that quality in yourself and give yourself credit. If you feel like you've developed that, um, the final symbol in the queen of pentacles is the Lotus crown that she's wearing. Okay. Um, there is a saying, no mud, no Lotus. So lotuses grow in like disgusting swamp mud. I mean, it's gross. And I mean, then this beautiful thing, the seed bursts and the seed has no idea what's happening, but it finds itself in this mud and it just keeps pushing and keeps going because maybe one day it won't be mud. And then all of a sudden it's like murky water, but it's getting lighter. And then it grows up and up and up till it breaks the surface of the water and then it explodes into this beautiful bloom the unfolding so she's wearing atop her head this brilliant unfolded flower but in order to get there it had to live shitty feel shitty be shitty be in darkness murkiness it's not you know necessarily ideal but it turns out it is ideal for it to become a lotus so that's the meaning of that symbolism in particular on that card that's awesome. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It it's so beautiful. Um, tell me how you're feeling talking about all this big stuff. Um, I, I really appreciate this. I think that it's given me a lot of insight. Um, I have some big decisions coming up and big things planned in the next year or so. And so I think that um, kind of developing that, and I do feel like I've come from some difficult times and I've had some difficult things happen to me. And um, put myself in difficult situations that I've needed to get out of. So that gives me a lot of hope. 
That's wonderful. So what I'm excited about in a few months, I'm going to check in with you and say, hey, Kayla, what's happened in your tarot reading? And I hope that you'll be able to be like, well, I decided to do this or this presented itself. And you know what I mean? I think like an update from you will be like very, I'll be very excited to see. Because basically your your, your card reading is like, shit is has just started whatever pathway you're on right now and there's no way of seeing what it's going to become but trust that it's going to be this big beautiful explosion of an amazing flower on the top which (laughs) nobody is going to see coming you know awesome yeah so good reading oh thank you thank you thanks so much for being willing to be on life death and tarot i really appreciate it oh yeah i appreciate it too Okay, Kayla, I'll see you around on the internet and then I'll be in your inbox in a few months. (laughs) All right. Sounds good. Thank you. Okay. Take care. Bye. Bye. Okay. Here is Kayla's update. She sent us, uh, she sent this into us October 18th of this month this year 2019 here's what she says hey cole and victor since my reading a ton has changed for me my fiance and i broke up which was definitely for the best i took some classes at a local community college i've had three new jobs the one i'm currently at has been the best career move i could have asked for i've moved and i started dating someone who is the love of my life Oak trees are native to the state he's from, which is kind of the best symbol I could have asked for. I think a lot of what we discussed during my reading really rang true to me, and I think it helped me realize some things I already knew but didn't want to face. Overall, I really appreciate the influence that tarot can have. I've definitely noticed that it helps me connect dots in my life that I haven't been able to before or come to conclusions that have been difficult. I haven't had a reading since this one, but it certainly won't be the last. Thank you for everything, Cole. You do amazing work, and I'm so happy to have had a chance to connect with you. Kayla. Kayla, thank you for sharing your update. You know, for allowing yourself to enter into a little bit of vulnerability through a tarot reading and then for us to all be able to come back collectively because Kayla when we when we emailed you and we're like hey what's happened you know you revisited and kind of had a chance to review where you've been I hope that this podcast for the folks that we've interviewed um since its inception I hope that these interviews kind of become little treasures from your past Um, I can't imagine what it is like to be able to, over a year later, hear my original interview go up, right? Like be able to hear yourself where you were a year ago. And I hope that it is just such a gift to all of you guys, because usually hearing where you were a year ago offers you so much uh, opportunity for introspection and to really hear how far you've come and how much you've grown. And that, hopefully, is a real confidence booster. Um, so, Kayla, thank you so much for sharing your life with all of us. Okay, guys, thanks for listening. You can find me on Instagram. I'm at Imperi. And you can also visit my website, AmericanThanatologist.com. 
I've got free stuff up there, like our monthly tarot dashboards. We've got a Facebook group, and I've got a Patreon as well, patreon.com slash imperi. Um, monthly support levels start at a buck a month, and um, there's a ton of perks over there. Special thanks to Victor and Perry for the production of these episodes. Music, thanks go to Victor and Perry and Brad Goodall. And a million thanks to our Patreon supporters at the time this episode is published. Alexis Michelle, Hannah Lippo, Katie Brickman, Katie Bialsack, Michael Sadambaga, Sarah Hunt, Chloe, Helen Barrier, Jennifer McNaughton, Jessica Autumn, Jessica Vitarelli, Laura Mangi, and Lauren Murray. Oh, one special note. Would you review this podcast? Let folks know in your review what your favorite episode was. Let them know like what was helpful. Um, it really does help other people find us. And I know this because um, I'm usually the one that approves um, new members to the Facebook group. And I ask one of the questions to get in is like, how did you find us? And I have people say, someone recommended episode XYZ to me. Um, so please, if you get a second, take time to review us in the Apple iTunes store or whatever, um, app you use to listen to this podcast. It makes a huge difference. Okay. Thanks guys for listening. Have a great day and we'll see you on the next episode. 